Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Logan, you watched the game yesterday. I guess let's start with Haskins. He's getting crushed pretty hard today. Was it as bad as everybody's saying, do you think? Um... You know, I'm going to preface this by saying that playing quarterback is a really tough position. But that being said, it's also the arguably the most important position in sports. And when that guy doesn't play well, it makes it hard for football teams to be successful. And everyone's entitled to an off day. And I think this his off day was was pretty off. But you know, nobody's perfect. And I would say that one of the reasons it's so frustrating uh, his level of play was that I thought the rest of the team uh, played pretty well. The defense played pretty good. The rest of the skill guys played, played pretty good. I thought Scott Turner called a nice game. It looked The offense looked a little bit more upbeat. It looked a little bit more dynamic, and all of those things are really positive. And I really felt like the defense came out and kind of put their foot down on those first couple drives and said, you're not going to be able to run the football against us. But unfortunately, those turnovers, they led to kind of some attrition along that defensive front. And, uh, you know, I think – so, so long answer short, yeah, I think some of that criticism is warranted of him today uh, because I think I thought the team played well enough uh, to win the game, if that makes sense. Sure. Logan, when you're in a game like that, I wonder you know, how many of those you get before guys start going, man, we're good enough. We're be, you know, you're getting held back. In other words, Danny and I talk a lot about the fact that the supporting cast around him is not good. Uh, the receivers, you know, the offensive line, the offense itself is not going to be good. But on days like yesterday where you feel like guys are open and they are running the ball and there are plays to be made and they're playing from out front, it becomes a bigger problem if your quarterback is struggling. Is that something that's obvious on the sideline where you're going, man, we're good enough, this guy's just not giving us a chance? Or do you not think of it that way because you're, you're team first? Yeah, so I think you'd like to think team first, but there are times, you know, there, you know I'm an offensive player, there are times where I've been on offense. And I think to myself, you know, middle of the third quarter, uh, middle of the second quarter, whatever it may be, where it's like, man, as an offense, we are letting the defense down. We are letting the team down. And watching the watching the tape yesterday, I kind of felt that. Uh, I kind of felt that way. You know, like my old offensive mentality came back. And I said, man, those defensive guys are really, uh, you know, letting them hang out there a little bit more than they need to be, which is always really frustrating. You know, it's a team. It's the it's a, it's a team sport and. You want to be there for your guys, and I'm sure those offensive guys wanted to be there for those guys. I'm sure Dwayne Haskins wanted to be there to support those guys, but unfortunately, yesterday he didn't have it, and it really showed through. Logan, I want to get back to Haskins in a second, but I'll, I'll, i got to ask this question before I forget. you played in this league for so many years, and you've been around the game forever, right? Have you ever seen yep. two straight weeks 
a coach do what Rivera has done and not kind of go towards the final whistle? I get you're not doing Greg Schiano knocking some center back on, on kneel downs, okay? I understand that, yeah. and there's a certain point. But not taking the timeouts, to me, is, is indefensible. I don't understand that, especially when you're preaching new culture, accountability. We played it the last, well, except for me, and I'll throw in the towel with 55 minutes left. I'm very confused yeah. about that. I love Rivera. I don't understand it. I'd love for your comments. Yeah. So, you know, you asked me if I've seen it before, and I remember being a part of a couple games um, in 2013 where uh, Mike Shanahan elected to do that with Robert Griffin. And one of the things that I've kind of kicked around in my head, and I don't want to stir the pot, I don't want to create a lot of controversy drawing comparison to Robert, is I wonder about uh, Rivera's faith and Haskins' development at this point. Like, are you putting that athlete and that player in, the, in a position to be successful, in a position where he can be, where he can excel in a two-minute drill? And, um, you know, based on how the offensive line was playing, based on his play up to that point over the last two weeks, I would say probably no. And I think a lot of people say, oh, he's throwing the towel. But I would say, like, if you're trying to build for the future, if you're trying to cultivate confidence in a young player, maybe that's the best way to do it. Maybe it's to say, I'm not going to put you in a spot where you're going to throw your fourth pick on the day, a spot where you're going to have another uh, sack force fumble or get hit a whole bunch of times and make a whole bunch of errant throws and kind of put all of your weaknesses on full display. I'm going to give you an opportunity to play within the offense when the time's there, and I'm not going to hang you out to dry in this kind of, in this game where we're going to have a tough time winning based on how we've thrown the football the last two weeks, if that makes sense. So, Logan, is is that your opinion then, that this has got to be a reflection on Rivera's view of, of Haskins? Because that's a logical conclusion there, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's, that's something I've been kicking around. Obviously, I don't know, Ron. I haven't spoken to Ron. You know, it could be a myriad of other things, like obviously like the, the, the use of the O-line could be another thing that he's kind of reflecting on, especially going against a guy like Garrett and – uh, Richardson on the inside for Cleveland. You know, those guys were, were being pretty uh, prolific and aggressive as the game was going on. So that's also that also could be an assessment of that group. I mean, it, it really could just be a total assessment of the offense. You know, maybe I don't have confidence in the, in the wide receivers outside that they're going to be able to support Haskins in this two-minute drill. Maybe I don't feel comfortable with where they're at in terms of understanding the two-minute offense. Like, it could be a myriad of things. I think the first conclusion, just based on how Haskins has played, is that it's Haskins. However, like it could be a, a variety of things, I think. One thing I'm not completely buying, though, is this idea of trying to keep guys healthy. You know, when he talks about look around the league with the injuries, I mean, I understand that you want to do that, but how do you draw the line? You know, There's three minutes or four minutes left, and now we're going to worry about health over playing football? I mean, the first 56 minutes, guys were risking injury as well. That's just hard for me to, to juxtapose those two things. Yeah, so like when he says stuff like that, I think you, you got to kind of read between the lines. Like what I what I see is I see a defense that's been on the field way more than they need to be. They've played a physical game thus far. You've got an offense that has been um, has looked good at times in this game, but I think on the whole uh, has not performed very well. Right. So what is the likelihood that we are going to get into a three and out with a significant amount of time left? And the defense is going to have to go back out on the field against a team that um, kind of is characterized by a physical running style. And you've already lost Chase Young. You've lost Matt, lost Matt Ioannidis. So I think in my mind, in my estimation of what's going on with the game, I think he's more concerned about the defense in that scenario, having to go back out there and kind of work against a four-minute, which is one of the most physical times in football. 
especially if it's if it's in a meaningful meaningful situation. So, to me, that is more what I'm seeing. Again, like as an offensive player, like the way the offense played yesterday, like if I was a part of that team, I would be disappointed and I would feel bad for having left the defense out there for as long as we did. And I think that's more what Ron Rivera is talking. He's talking about net injuries of the team. I think he's talking specifically about the defense being forced to play another 10 physical snaps going into, and, and when that is the, the workhorse, the plow horse of the team, you got to find a way to keep those guys fresh. You got to find a way to keep those guys healthy, or you absolutely have no chance for the rest of the season. Logan Paulson with us here on Grant and Danny. Logan, just on, on the good side here on offense, give me a couple guys that stood out to you and why. Oh yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought on the whole, there was a really, you know, like a very optimistic outlook for the offense. I mean, obviously, Dwayne didn't play, I think, his best game, and I think he'd be the first to tell you that. But I think when you look at some of the young guys right, um, it was good to see Golden out there getting some plays, making some nice blocks, had a nice reverse early in the game. Seeing some of those fresh legs, that talent, kind of the depth of the receiver group. Everyone's kind of been critical of that group thus far. I thought Inman played an outstanding game. You know, he made some tough catches, had two touchdowns, um, obviously, um, uh, you know, the running backs looked great, but I just think the, the the skill positions in general looked like a kind of like they, they were meeting my expectations a little bit more. They looked like a legitimate NFL skill group with some depth, with some good uh, route running ability, some contested catches. I think Logan Thomas had made some outstanding catches that, you know, Dwayne was a little off with his throw, had made a diving catch, made a nice fourth down conversion. Those things, I think, just the whole skill group in general, if you're a Washington football team fan, you should feel very encouraged by that. And, you know, the offensive line, they, were, they I thought, played with some real intensity in the run game, getting good push. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's such a disappointing game because I thought everyone was playing, kind of firing on odd cylinders. And was it a perfect game? By no means was it a perfect game. But to turn the ball over four times, that lead directly to short fields, like Grant was just saying, the score points, I think that's a disappointing thing because everybody, everybody looks so alive and so full of kind of vigor, and so that's why it's so disappointing. I think, But if you're a fan, those are some things you could be encouraged by. Logan Paulson, you're going to want to listen to him pre and post throughout the season here on 106.7, the fan. Uh, he's killing it, and uh, we've got the best pre and post show uh, in the market because of his analysis right now. Logan, thank you, buddy. We appreciate you hopping on. Thanks, man. Appreciate you guys having me. All right, Thanks, good Logan. insight. Grant and Danny, 106.7, the fan. We have not yet really gotten into Haskins taking calls or, or analyzed the performance specifically, so let's do that next. Three interceptions for him yesterday. Uh, what went wrong? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.